I'm seeking my limitations. I'm not like, I don't want to see them. That shit scares me. I'm like, where's the next motherfucking wall? Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. I don't know where this is going to go, uh, but I just heard this incredible quote and it made me just think of what we're about to do. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Conversations with God, book four. Awaken the Species. Oh, have you listened? Yes. Oh. We were talking about it this morning. We were talking How about How fucking good is that book? So good. Mm-hmm. I actually like a lot of the stuff that they talk about, and I, I did listen to it kind of right after we got back from Columbia, but yeah. a lot of the stuff that I heard was so aligned with our experience out there that I was like, oh my God, they've actually put language to this stuff in a book for people to read. I was like, this is incredible. Well, remember the more we've been talking about it, it's like everyone, I mean, lately obviously is in all the stuff that I've done talking about it, people are like, I don't, I don't, I've never heard this. I get from a lot of high level leaders. They're like, I've never heard this languaging before. I've never heard people talk about this. And I actually can feel this vibration, this frequency in my body as you're talking about it. I'm like, yup. And this is why we're talking about it yes. because we're bringing this to remembrance and knowing. And so when I listened to that book, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> yes. 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 It's actually, it is really coming out this frequency that we're, we're now allowing that shift in that, you know, I mean, everything right is in there of, of what we've talked about with being highly evolved beings yes. and, and uh, you know, being transmuted back into this form to be able to bring this understanding and so yeah it's it's a really good so the line that before we go looney tunes hold on hold on hold on can i just (laughs) make the line like i just heard a line and it just made me so think of what we've been up to Mm -hmm. and the line was i wrote it down leaders don't say follow me they say i'll go first i'll go first i was like Oh, that's why so the other good. day I even actually that um, with um with the guy because we're guys gonna go to Europe with the guy with the, the guy, guy. <laughs> I was like with the, the guy this, this, this guy yeah. he's gonna go to Europe and I you and are? I posted that I said thank you for choosing to go first so he can lead you guys can lead all your people because you've been to Columbia you've activated your DNA he did he did angel activation the other day here his angel wings are out now like. You, you lead by going first so that you are it. You can't talk about it. You just get to actually be it. So, yeah. yes. Awesome. Epic, my friend. My life is pretty much one long fight club. I can't talk about anything I'm actually doing. <laughs> so a few things. Without the fight. A few things. One that's completely off topic. I met a guy on Saturday. His name was mm-hmm. Sir. I was super excited about that because my name is Guy. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the first time I've ever met another pronoun in my entire life. So yeah. I'm like, we need to hang out. Yeah. Um, so Sir and Guy. And, and we, it could be gal. We need, a, we need a gal. We need a gal. Hey. And we need like a, like a hand or something. I don't know. We just need like... When we did angel activation, because you question everything, you start to actually detach from anything that you created as your identity. Guy's like, maybe I'm gal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe my mom and dad got it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it's possible. Tell them how your name was actually spelled. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Disclosure time. So uh, preface this, so I embarrass myself less, is uh, when, when you come from Israel in the 80s and probably 90s too, uh, English is not their forte. So uh, both on my social security card and on my uh, passport, it said gay. <laughs> For like, cause like in Hebrew, it's kind of like a guy, it's like a ah sound, okay. right? Yes. So they like, so it's a gay. So I remember I was like I 15 it. years old. I remember going to the social security office and I'm like sliding the card over and I was so embarrassed of it. I had actually like penned in like a oh. U over the A and I'm like, I'm not a Baxter boy. I'm not a Baxter boy. <laughs> were you like, were you doing this? Were yeah. you like so... I Dude, puffed up. Thing. Yeah, I puffed up. I actually had to try it in my left hand while, yeah. I, while, while I gave it to them. Such yeah. a guy. Yeah. Super strong about it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so before we get into Looney Tunes, why don't we give a little bit of a frame okay. to what we're discussing? Because if you guys just, like, just jumped into the book, you didn't even say what book, and people didn't hear what book, and then you're talking about right. angel activation. So we're All like, pew, 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 Bring it back. Baby. Yeah. Bring it back. Set the place. Does everybody want to ohm together let's three ohm. times? <laughs> let's just ohm. Nobody starts a podcast with a nice ohm, do let's they? Let's do it. Ready? Where what's gonna happen soon live? You and I is like hop a ceremony. Up. So you know that's <laughs> coming, right? <laughs> Are you gonna lead us? Uh sure. I'll do I'll do a one oh I'm just telling oh. us in. Ready, okay. everybody? Deep breath in. Um, well, that's a first. And that's that- that reminds me of us planting a, what, what kind of tree? Bonsai tree in Colombia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there at law and you came the not. next day. Um, the school that I fund down there and we went with the kids to, to plant the trees. Um, they literally presented us at the end. They had a 30 year old bonsai tree. They've been growing. Wow. That they wanted to give me in my honor and plant it, you know? And so I showed pictures of that. Yeah. Somewhere. So guy, or guy actually, um, assisted me and like, we planted it with all the kids around us mm-hmm. and we did a little ohm ceremony and it, we grid activated the tree to be this place of energy for that space. Um, and connect the dots to some of the grid activation around the world to connect the energy mm-hmm. lines and the frequency connections. And, and we owned with all the, all the Colombian babes. I'm not really sure awesome. what we were doing, but they, 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 like, they, they seemed to enjoy that. You know what? They loved us. They yeah. were just like, we're like all the hands were in and we were like, giving the tree energy and we owned and the kids were like, Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> that's a like style. style. <laughs> They're awesome over there. Oh, super cool. Cool. Okay. So you want to set the context? Um, well, bro, why don't you, why don't you lead on the context? I'm up right. about anything. Why are we talking to Marcy Locke? So here's, here's it, it. This is interesting because I was actually just in DC at, an amazing event. Uh, if you guys follow me on Facebook, you can just check it out. It's uh, through American Dream U. If you're, a, I'll just say this, if you're out there and you're a speaker or a thought leader that wants to give back to the troops, please private message me and I will put you in touch with this organization. Hands down, one of the most humbling, incredible experiences to go and be able to give back to these human beings. Mm. While I was there, I got to hang out with David Bach, who, Marcy, you met at a boardroom. He sent me a text of the picture of you guys. That's awesome. Um, So I met him. I was there with Brian Kurtz um, and uh, and a few other people who I hadn't hadn't met before. And uh, David and I met at the airport, and he was asking me what's going on. He saw videos and pictures from Columbia. Mm. asking, you know, like, hey, how do you know Marcy? We got into this whole story, this and that. And he asked me a question that 
I've been being asked a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, I told him like we work with Marcy. I told him that we did Columbia and everyone, the question you guys probably know what the question is. What's the question that everyone would ask when you tell them like you hired a coach or you went and had an experience? How did you get that six pack? <laughs> That's the second question. Uh, okay. Usually they ask me, is my name short for anything? So <laughs> by default, that's probably not it either. The, the question is always like, well, what did you get out of it? Mm. Or what are you getting out of the coaching? Or what's this? Mm. And so I've been... Especially when people know that you you know work with someone that pays up to a million dollars. They're like, how does that work? What are you really getting for that amount of money? I get that all the time. They're like, that, exactly. a million dollars in tell. You know, exactly. Know what level and, operating at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even to some, look, David Bach crushes it. Like he is just, he's got several books that have been on Oprah. nine, nine time New York bestseller. Yeah. He sold like, I think like seven or 8 million copies. Mm-hmm. His yeah. business, you know, he sold multiple, he's crushing yeah. it. She's yeah. And when I told him, um, you know, what you charge and, and all this stuff, even he was like, holy fuck. Like, who would hire, you know, like who would hire someone like that? And what do you even get out of it? Mm-hmm. And so um, it's interesting because I've been trying to verbalize my experience over the last three, four months and the experience in Colombia and this and that. And I thought it'd be interesting just to kind of from two different perspectives, right? Like your perspective as our coach, mm-hmm. our perspective as having gone through the coaching and just give people an idea of well, baby cakes. You're only like three to four months in. That's so. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And you've had massive life-changing. So she yeah. told me that I'll be 5'10 by the end of this experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always underpromote. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She over, she over delivers. <laughs> I heard tightening is possible. So, yeah, I think it's just like, look, I mean, here's the deal. Marcy Locke, mm-hmm. who's not only our coach, I mean, she's like a sister. Family. This mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm is out there and, and people pay her a million dollars to coach her. And the only other person I know that does that in the personal development space is Tony Robbins. Um, and I know that even people, when you were like, I'm going to charge a million dollars, you're like, well, you can't do that. Tony Robbins does that. And you're like, oh, well, that's what I'm doing. And I'm Marcy Locke. So here's what I'd love to kind of start the conversation is like, and maybe guy, you just kick it off. Like share a little bit of, of, your experience of what this three, four months of trying to put language to coaching with me. Is that what I'm yeah, hearing? I'm, try- I'm trying to give people this an idea. <laughs> this is an experience, bitch. <laughs> so what you're saying is what you're saying is you want me to lock it down about yes. my experience with Marcy Luck. Uh, yes. Um, I'm just going to sit and yeah. yes. I'll just do the marketing for you. Wow. I mean, what do you say about this experience? So thus far, and, and again, yeah. we've, we've been in it, like she said, for like three, December, four months. Started with me. Yeah. yeah, which is which is mind blowing. Yeah, mind expanding. Like how, mind expanding. How to imagine because I, I feel like these four months has been like decades mm-hmm. worth of stuff has happened. Mm-hmm. Like I've never. I, I think there's there's also a universal experience right now. I think everyone would agree. Like a time is speeding up, seemingly, and, and specifically this year more than I've ever felt before. Like these last two months for me have felt like karmic cycles. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like really, I think about where I was in February. I'm like, what the fuck? So that's how it can be like day by day and week by week when you're literally in that moment by moment alignment. Absolutely. And we were talking, we were were talking with uh, Amateo yesterday and I said, you know, it's interesting because when you look at an object that's spinning, Mm -hmm. when it's spinning slowly, you could see it when it's spinning fast, it disappears. 
like it's going into oneness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. I think in, in uh, Stealing Fire, he talks about Blades of a Fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of, I feel like that's what's happening to us is like we're expeditiously spinning. But anyway, back to the market, back to the uh, coaching stuff. Mm-hmm. Look, what I can say is Elon and I spent uh, well over a decade mastering conscious languaging. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There are few people, yeah, more. So let's say 14 years now. There are, there are few people that I know that live their life with the capacity to listen, not just to other people, but also to themselves and how they're using language. Landmark Forum leaders being some of the best people I've ever seen around languaging. This one is better. Yeah. Which I never thought I would experience before. So like I, I hold her humbly in regard as, as one of the top geniuses I've ever met mm-hmm. in terms of how to live a life that's of, of such a high quality that your, your conscious mind cannot imagine it. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be imagined through the body experience in order mm-hmm. to even fundamentally understand what Our the fuck we're talking about, be right? An inkling of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's like if if we start creating distinctions like in language, there's a, a understanding up here, right? That yet there's a knowing over here. What I think her work masters is how to know here at a much deeper, deeper fundamental level. Things that I think are probably of the most critical importance. Number one being self worth, mm-hmm. like personal self worth. And then secondly, which I think is more of the space that we're in right now, because I feel like that we've made a ton of headway in that area, is just tuning in. You know, Marcy will say, like, tuning into frequencies about what feels good. Mm -hmm. And I totally understand why self-worth is the first part, because if if you're even tuning into what feels good, but you still haven't reprogrammed your self-worth... You're tuning in, but you're you're not you're not making the alterations. Yeah, yeah, right. You're you're in your old programming. You're not really switching uh, any of the programming or really any of the way you're being and the actions that that is consistent with and all that kind of stuff. So for me, a great coach or a great experience leaves you with unexpected results because mm-hmm. like I, I expect to get the things that I know that I can working with somebody just by the fact that they're going to be reflecting stuff back to me that you just can't see on your own and that's going to happen in any course like uh, not any course but like i know if i send you to the landmark forum whatever you intend to go get like i guarantee you're going to go get that it's the stuff that you didn't know that you go there for that that really is like holy fucking shit i had no idea yeah and i feel like there's been a lot of holy fucking shit i had no idea experiences with marcy um, and it's not just the coaching, it's the experiences that we've gotten access to, Columbia, Anna, uh, even this angel activation. Like, I don't even know where you find this shit, you know? Like, it's not like you go into a Rolodex <laughs> like, and you're like, uh, what mind-altering experiences? Uh, let's start with A and let me work my way down the list. It's like, okay. you know, it, but the funny part is like when you get into a network, these experiences are finding you, but, but not but, and... Marcy for me is like, and I know she wouldn't use this languaging because she doesn't work hard ever. Like from the outside, from the regular, normal, average world, she's one of the hardest working people I know in the personal development space. Um, She and and everything for her is fun. It's play and ease. It's definitely not hard. It's just that I produce like a a motherfucker. She produces like a motherfucker. Manifests like a motherfucker. There's integrity everywhere, and you can see it everywhere in her life. And I think you know, uh, kids. When you look at how how kids are being raised, for me is one of the biggest indicators of how the quality of someone living their life. And I personally, I don't know anybody that I've ever met that's raising kids more consciously than Marcy. Yeah, Uh, I know people who like know everything about. Uh, childhood development and don't raise their kids as consciously as Marcy Luck uh, or give the kind of time that she gives to her kids and just like all the, all the little things. So yeah, I think 
she like it's just that line you started with she willingly puts herself into experiences first so that her students can get the fruits of that labor and and for the amount of unique experiences that Marcy does that a I can immediately see the impact on her life but be her willingness to then share and bring people into that ethos and be like, Hey, look, I found these incredible fucking things over here. Mm-hmm. You got to go try it. And, and the generosity that's behind it. I think that's what defines this woman. So, you know, I started this whole thing by saying that that line that I just heard in uh, conversations with God, which is that leaders aren't people that say, Hey, follow me, but rather leaders go first. And, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like Guy and I have had that for a long time in that sense of like, I call us like the reconnaissance team. We'll like go try shit out. And then when it, if it's good, we'll like bring it back and be like, Oh, you should do this. And if it's not, you know, like stay away from that. Um, What's fascinating to me is that we were looking for a mentor for a long time, a coach for a long time. And we come across some people who were, I would say like, interesting in certain ways and we could see like this person would benefit this part of our business or this part of our life or this and that um and then we met marcy and (laughs) (laughs) honestly yeah because and and again like i I said this to marcy when we were tell them how it came about like for you, from your perspective, like how this whole relationship came about, because, you know, her and I had been spending some time together prior to that already. Well, I, I met Marcy through Guy because they had that amazing experience at a shotgun wedding and then just connected. We I had then... Prefaces, not ours. Even not not we, yours, yes. Even though we did walk down the aisle we together. We got yeah. Friends. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. They look a lot like this, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, I don't even know that that Marcy knows this part, but like when we were in conversation to work with Marcy and obviously for us, it was a, you know, a big, big stretch to like hire someone at that level and play at that level, et cetera. And as much as we wanted it, we had all sorts of thoughts in the back of my mind. And then people slowly found out that we were considering this and they're like, why would you do this? This is crazy. Like, why would you invest all this money and this and that? Mm. And I'm going to loop this whole thing back around what guy and I knew, like we knew the second we spoke to Marcy, like this is our next coach. Mm. And it wasn't, I didn't need to speak to people that she's coached. I didn't need, I didn't need any of that shit. Like my heart was like, yes, like Mm -hmm. fucking figure it out. This is the next level. And every time we spoke, I was in awe. Like in awe, because when you're talking about mastery of language and mastering of picking, guy and I, again, we, we've, we found a coach after doing work like this for 13, 14 years, you get to a point where the aha, like big breakthrough, you know, moments, it's not what you're after. You're after these like super micro shifts that you aren't even, you don't even have a perception for. And every time I spoke to Marcy, even when I was posting stuff on Facebook, she would like drop a one-liner or two or send me a Vox and be like, hey, look at this, look at that. And I was like, whoa, okay. And I remember, Mars, our first coaching call, like I was on the coaching call. I actually let my parents listen to it mm-hmm. and I felt it. And they even mentioned to me afterwards, they're like, I haven't heard you that uncomfortable in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know. And I loved it. It was like being on the stage at Landmark, like early days where I could feel like 
that wibbly wobbly feeling where I was like, I don't know what to say, right? Like it was that. And I was like, wow, I haven't felt that in a decade. Mm-hmm. And you have this ability to just see, because you're so present and just see exactly what is there. I mean, I've been with you at times and you're like, it's like you could be looking at someone, you're listening to something and you just get this message and you're like, here's what you, I was told to tell you. And I was like, fucking hey yeah like, sorry, <laughs> sorry what <laughs> yeah, like, spot on amazing so i'm gonna tell you the answer that i've thus far come up with when someone says to me what have you gotten out of working with marcy luck and i can say in one phrase and then i'll obviously expand on it but my new motto in life is it's fucking easy and I'm sharing stories with people around what's happening in our lives and we're not doing anything. And I'm not saying from the place of like, it's not like we're not working. Okay. It's not like we're not moving our business forward. It's not like we're not having the conversations. I don't want people to hear this and go like, I'm sitting on a fucking mountain going, and like shit's happening. Like we're active, we're in communication, we're doing all the work and the work is effortless from a standpoint of like, it's guided work. The way I explain to people is like, imagine inspired if you action. Say yeah. it again. It's inspired action, which yes. is the masculine with you, it coming through you. Which yes. Makes it effortless. Mm-hmm. So, so Marcy has basically allowed us to tap because I feel like especially for men and especially for high-performing men in whatever industry, whether entrepreneurs or rocking out in business, whatever it is, we live in our masculine and we produce results from how to linear, like do, 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 do. We bust our ass. We grind all the thing that you hear Gary V and all these other like hustle and grind and this and that. And yes, it gets you results. I'm not in argument with any of that. And there's a whole other modality to play in. And that is in the feminine. And it's something that I never had access to. I maybe had unconsciously done it. Now I'm like, consciously making it happen in that world and like allowing for that new guidance system. So when I say doing, I don't mean like we're not doing anything. I just mean, imagine if you woke up and you knew exactly the right action steps to take and you just knew every time that it was 100% accurate. And that's what was there to do. There's no like, let me think, how do I have to act? Or let me write this 97 bullet point list of like, I'm going to strategize, talk to this person, that person, this person, that person. No, it's just like, I get a thought, it comes in. I'm like, oh, that's, that's where, that's where I need to be right now. Or that's, that's who I get to talk to right now. And and I like, I like the way Katie describes it. She talks about like, there's clues, like you're picking up clues. Mm-hmm. So there's like stuff on the path and like stuff just gets left on the path for you. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, this is nice. And you're like picking that up. You're like, oh, I like this. Okay, good. You put it in your pocket and like, oh, no, I don't really like that. You're like, no, no, no. And you just keep going. And it's like the action is just consistent with the clues that are being left for you. You're just in an alignment that allows you to see the clues in the first place. Yeah. This, is the, this is the gap where most people, you know, bring it back to what you're saying, Alon, is that so yes, the do 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 go 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 go. Both hands. I want you to use your full self. Produce that actually yes, it creates results. But let's look at the level of attainment of result. When it creates business results and success and money, yet your relationships are shit. Yes. And your body's in destruction, 
and the, even the level of results and success. So, you know, I mean, I just took on another million dollar client a week ago and it's like the, the amount that these people are producing in business excites me. The fact that it's going to skyrocket because that's at their low level vibration, meaning we're, we've been in this do, 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 do. So yes, it creates results, but so look at the, really the cost of those kind of results and what that, you know, the, it's just like we talked about the level of love that you can give out when people think, oh, well, if I'm giving all this love, then I'm, I'm love. But I'm like, well, when you're self-sacrificing and you're in resentment energy, you're actually giving shit love. Yes. Oh, low level vibration of love, my friends. Imagine if it was actually magnified love of like, I'm so I'm worthy and I get to feel good. So even when you connect the dots to them, like you wake up and you just go, this, this is what I get to do. It's not just like, there's no question. You go, if I do this, then I'll produce that result. Well, maybe yes. if I try this, da, 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 and you're in confusion, you're like, you feel it. You get the inspiration and you feel it and you actually, you like, can't wait to do it. You're like, I'm going to, uh, until I get this out. It's kind of like how we feel about when we get these messages. We're like, until I share this, it's just there. Yeah. Right. You're like, I get, I get to share this. So I feel good. That is what makes it effortless. And so it's actually a doing by being, by you being this embodiment of, and we were talking about this this morning in that, that you know, I, I was telling Guy, a, the state of being is a choice. Mm. So your state of being, if I choose to live in liberation as my state of being, I've declared this is my choice. I live in ease and grace and liberation. So effortlessly what aligns and comes to me supports that state of being. But when we respond to the universe and we say, maybe, oh, it has to look like this, like, okay, well, I've got to have a nine hour day or a 10 hour day or, you know, sacrifice missing my kids things or having this relationship to make me get business success. We just declared this is our state of being. Mm. So really, truly, when you say the doing is actually the being, how you, who you choose to be creates and reflects what you're actually doing to allow you to receive the result of it. So it is truly a, a bringing it back to just like if your state of being, so what you guys got to line to, we started with connecting the dots. I think like that first phone call, it was constantly looking at like the thoughts and the stories of I should be here and this and this and this. And it was all the little boy that was scared and it was all the mental program running chaos. And we slowly tapped it back into where you're living present moment by moment. You're operating through all your operating systems aligned so that it's effortless that you receive. And you're like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Actually, that's how I wake up every morning now. <laughs> well, we were on a show the other day. And, and that's not the coffee enema speaking. Oh. <laughs> no. No, Greg was actually that's saying. That's a different sound. Greg was saying that he uh, he wakes up and goes to bed with me every day because my my meditations yeah. that you guys listen to in the yeah. structure and people are like, what? Are we going there? Is that, is that the million dollar package you guys got? <laughs> Marcy gives and gives and gives. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's just been the first time when you do personal development work, what tends to happen is you get some tool or distinction or something and you go out into the world and you have to work on that tool. It's like someone showed you a new exercise in the gym and the first time you do it and it's super awkward and this and that. And you almost feel like you have to go out and prove to people that you've learned something and you've shifted something. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is just time that we've been in this process for so long and or this is just my experience with Marcy. My experience in working with Marcy is that this stuff is happening much more at a cellular level where I don't have to go out there mm -hmm. and work on like, oh, remember you learn this tool. This is how we use it. Like I don't, 
it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like, like yesterday, perfect example. I went out, I met two of my friends. We had an amazing dinner. We had amazing conversation. And even them, like, they're just looking at me. They're like, I, I don't know what it is. You're just different. different. Mm-hmm. And whereas before, you know, you like did this work, you have to go out there and be like, look at me, I'm different. I learned, I did, yeah, right? Like it's just this, and it, and it works from personal development. You dance around like a monkey. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance! dance. <laughs> You're like, why don't you notice that I'm different? Why don't you notice that I'm different? Um, and now I'm just in a place where I'm like, truly, here's the, the strange part. I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm saying different things. I don't feel like, like I went through this process where like I feel so different and I feel completely different. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it seems like the same passion (laughs) and the same everything is coming out. He's flabbergasted. He's discovering the language. (laughs) And it's just, I'm like, it's just so easy now. Mars, when we spoke, I, I think it was at our event or after our event, like one of the first times we actually sat down and, and talked. Mm-hmm. I remember I said to you, like, well, I guy was like, I hate the slides. And I was like, I can't imagine us not doing with the slides. Like we need the structure. So I show up at, at ADU at uh, Walter Reed and, and Fort Meyer. And I knew I wasn't going to prepare anything because last time I had something prepared and then I spoke to the soldiers and I was like, no, nah, I'm not fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. I got up and I was fucking nervous as hell. Like I was so nervous and I was asking myself, I, I was asking the little boy, I was like, why are you so nervous? Like more nervous than even at our live event. Mm-hmm. And he said two things. He's like, we can't fuck this up. Aww. Yeah. Like, Aww. Oh, exactly. And I was like, wow. <laughs> it mattered so much to him. That we would, you know, you have like 15, 20 minutes basically to deliver a message. And it's like, I get how important it was. And I was like, buddy, like the perfect messages will be there for us. Like you don't have to worry. And I got up there. I literally wrote, I can show you guys. I wrote maybe like four lines of what I wanted to cover. And I got up there and it was just like easy and free flow. And at the end I offered, yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. I wanted to share with Marcy. Um, and afterwards, just to kind of like gauge how people were interacting, listening, et cetera, like I could see people's eyes kind of open wide and you never know. So I was like, look, if this conversation resonated with you, email me. Here's my personal email address. And my brother and I want to give you a gift. We want to give you one of our courses. We're going to give it to you for free, et cetera. So there are probably like 60, 70 soldiers in the room. I've already received 30 emails from people. And I was like, that's incredible. And I felt like I was just being me. And I just didn't give a fuck. Like I just knew that it was going to be transferred how it was going to be. And yeah, so I just wanted to thank you because it was, it was one of the first things we spoke about. And so that's just like an example of how this new version cellular version of myself has has been operating in the real world yeah i want to add one thing to that and that 
so the other day on our, our mastermind call that was for, you know, we do this little touch in for just my personal clients. Cause you know, um, they're coaching with me everything from like once a month to once a week get up to the million dollar level and, um, how your specific questions had gone back into the Marcy, how do I, mm-hmm. and remember, and, and it was like, and I, I took you a whole nother direction and I said, babes, you're asking me this, but everything is telling me to tell you that. Yes. And everything feels like this is what underlying is really what you're seeking and going for. And then even at the end, you're like, well, so is there? And I'm like, there is no fucking strategy. Yes. I'm like, as a coach, I don't have a fucking strategy. I just am presently there and yes. I hear and feel what's going on. And that gives me the next step of guidance. So you just tapped into that. And that's why, you know, guy knows all the crazy stories of when I just show up on stage and everything happens from playing with Nerf guns to stripping to, you never know. You've seen me on stage. It's just like, whatever comes out is literally the greatest gift I could ever give to people because it is in that moment, what is serving them the most and what is right. And yet we have to drop our own bullshit, which our own insecurities and say, I have to know what I'm going to do. And I'm afraid of rejection and it's got to look this way. And it's our scared little selves and our human self that's afraid of that. That isn't allowing those gifts and opportunities just flow to us to just make it so effortless. You didn't have to prepare. You just showed up and being you and you literally gave them the greatest gifts you could give them that would have never been there if you tried to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. And more than that, I was just noticing other speakers, for example, right? And everyone comes with their prepared slides and they're prepared this and they're prepared that, which I knew I wasn't going to do this time no matter what because of what happened last time. Mm -hmm. The people that came up to me afterwards, like the photographer pulled me aside. He's like, I don't know the last time I've witnessed so much passion come out of a human being. He's like, and he just showed me a picture. He's like, look at this. He's like, that's amazing. And what I got was as this was happening, like I heard this thing, right? Like super nervous, this and that. And what came up was when we first spoke, you're like, at some level, you don't trust yourself. Yep. And I was like, Hey, little man, like trust. We, we have enough to share, to move all of these people. Mm -hmm. We don't have to worry about getting the words right. We don't have to worry about how it sounds like it will be awesome. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. Like reluctantly, right? He's like reluctantly. He's like, okay. Yeah. And so I got up there and the first 10 seconds of every time I speak, I always, it's like, I got to get through the first 10 seconds. Cause the yeah. first 10 seconds I'm like, I want to puke. That's and why I, I wear know, a diaper like, every time I'm on stage. Yeah. I'm like, just get through the first 10 seconds. Yeah. In case I just need to shit myself. <laughs> and that's that hasn't it. happened yet, thankfully, but yeah. In case- one time happens. So yeah, I just wanted to thank you about that. It was um, it was a very liberating and freeing experience, mm-hmm. um, and, and it just gave me this other level of like, oh wow, okay, there's, this is really there's, cool. And there's and first off, I want to celebrate and honor that with you that that's so amazing that you went from like I got to have slides and I got to be prepared yeah. and and knowing the limiting beliefs and the patterns and programs that you started in it's such a different experience for you, which you're just embracing and you're leaning into and loving this like effortless flow, yes. which is the feminine with the masculine, which is where you're in your most um, power. And what I want to contribute to you in where you also are going is that the little boy wouldn't have any thought or idea that he has to even deliver to those individuals to be validated, to be loved. Yes. So like there's this, there's this level right now where you're like, Oh, Hey little man, guess what? 
I, oh, sweetness, that's what you're feeling. Guess what? I got you. We got each other. We're, you know, we have, we have so much to share. Whatever comes out of my mouth is perfect. It's more like dropping to the story of going, whatever does happen is perfect. And I think I've shared with Gaia time when I, I literally felt, you know, was when I'm walking up on stages, usually when I'm receiving the download, what gets to come through and literally like nothing was coming through. And I just got this and it was just, it was like, just sit. And I'm like, I sat down and usually I'm like, my masculine wants to come through more and I'm more like high energy. And it was just like, just sit. And I was like, okay. And I just sat and everyone was very uncomfortable for like two minutes. Everyone was sitting there going, is she going to talk? What's going on? And I was at total peace. I was like, I haven't come through yet. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say yet. And and then it was like, tell them, you know, tell them who you are. And so I said, can I tell you guys who I am? And it said, tell them, like, I had this statement I'd used years before of, like, when I was really declaring who I was, like, I'm Marcy Locke, and this is who I am and who I choose to be. And it was, like, two, three paragraphs. I hadn't used it for years. And also I start using this, and it gets spotty and, and, and like, ruffled. And the crowd is reflecting to me, though, the crowd is like, oh, poor girl. Oh, no. And I'm just literally like stumbling through it. And then it comes out and I'm like, huh. And I'm just sitting with it moment by moment. And then it said, you know, and, and all of a sudden I just instantly, I had this whole download come through me that was, is now a big part of, of a piece of what I teach. And then it was like asking them, I was like, you know, what was perfect about that. And of course the whole crowd's like, what? Like that, I mean, if it looks like it's got to look this way, that looked pretty ass shitty. And <laughs> pretty <laughs> Uh, you see the words yeah. that come out of me? This is my divine flow. Oh, I'm pretty sure God brings the coolest image yeah. through me when I just let it flow. And I said, you know what was perfect about that is that it wasn't perfect. And yeah. we actually, this whole teaching came through me about how, see, we judge that it's got to be, it's got to be like what you're based on of thinking is that it's got to look a certain way. It's got to be perfect. We always, we've been raised. It's not about perfection. It's about progression, which is telling you you're not in fucking perfect ever. That you're always striving to be, when I finally, I'll just keep working towards someday I'll be perfect. Someday I'll be validated. Someday I'll be good enough. Fuck that. You're perfect right this moment. Yeah. I'm perfectly experiencing whatever I'm experiencing. So I say, if I'm being a bitch mom, I'm doing it perfectly. If I'm, if I'm on stage totally in whatever I'm in, if I'm in a trigger, whatever I'm in, I'm doing it perfectly. And see, if I'm experiencing anger, if I'm experiencing sadness, I'm doing it perfectly. I'm perfectly experiencing that emotion, which is my gift when I can embrace it and see it for what it is. It gives me the feedback to then shift it to become greater. But when I, from the get-go, say, it's not okay to not look this way, to not show up on stage vulnerable and open, authentic, and able to move and flow and be real in a conversation and have no attachments or expectations. See, your little boy still had an expectation. He still thought at some level, I get to make a difference here. Instead of like, I'm here to be the light I am and being me, no matter how the fuck I show up, mm. I am the light. There yeah. is no questioning that. So that's the layers we still are, are, are leaning into that your little boy's like, yeah, I trust myself and I don't give a fuck about what it looks like. Yeah. I have no attachment or expectation to what anybody thinks about me. Cause then that would be if someone like, if 20 of them were like, Oh, he really triggers me. Like, you know, I either trigger the fuck out of people or they love me. And it's funny because most of the people that like, all, I swear all my millionaire clients, they were triggered by me. I was going to say, even the people I remember, sure. were they totally triggered by you at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. They were totally sure. triggered by me. Yeah. And then they finally hear the message and see why they're having the triggers. And then literally, it's just like why we see all things being like, only we only see beautiful, epic, amazing people because we believe ourselves to be beautiful and epic and amazing because we've done the yes. internal work on that. Uh, I mean, look, for me, uh, all this training, what's really beautiful is, so we came back from Colombia mm-hmm. and what I would call a uh, peak state. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I, <laughs> I may have experienced that for a few days, even a week at a time. I, uh, between Costa Rica and Colombia, I think I sat 
in that vibration for close to seven weeks, which is hard to describe. It really is because if yeah. I had, it's easy to describe. Um, <laughs> I, I, this is Marcy. That's Marcy coaching right yeah, there. Just, she just has to pet you and you just say different <laughs> words. Awesome. Yeah. I'm out of alignment. I'm, with that. A, I'm also a little bit wet now. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, the, the point is, is that, you know, like I, whew, I don't even know how to, uh, yeah. I, like the, the thing that upset me the most during those seven weeks was a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> but when 98, and 98% of that time, I was like in a positive vibration that just wouldn't stop. And it was just so beautiful. And then what knocked me out of it was what normally knocks you out of life is like so much is happening because it creates this giant swirl, like tornado of shit coming at you. No, tornado of beauty coming at you, yeah. really. You. That I, it, it, I started creating overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck, I'm overwhelmed. Then what created overwhelm was is all these projects in our business that we're, we're wanting to move forward. Mm -hmm. And like suddenly I no longer could create time to like move those projects forward. And I'm just like in, yeah. in like connecting and doing things I love. Yeah. And yeah. and yet like these things are important to me or I'm moving forward. And it went yeah. on like that for like weeks. So you went into the mental program. Yeah, totally. Of, like I, so even having a, see that we have this thought and idea and responsibility that like, oh, I should show up for the world. I need to do all these things to be my purpose. Right. And this is a whole other level of being like, no, the world was fucking created for you Totes. to play, yeah. right? And so you can put it on a list and be like, cool, what is, like, what feels good right now? What is effortless? Mm -hmm. What do I get to let go of? So, you know, the, the moment we go back into the mental, mental program, we put ourselves back in the struggle. Totally. Mm -hmm. So I spent, you know, what was interesting is that nothing had really changed. It was like mm -hmm. four or five weeks of pretty much that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, my story changed. Mm -hmm. And I like kind of felt myself get like knocked off this like amazing vibration and I kind of like went down for a day and I did what I know what to do, which is like clear it and get a communication and just like look at the stories and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, of course, it's all programming from mm -hmm. the past and all this nonsense. Mm -hmm. And I'm like kind of re-empowered myself. And yet I haven't like, I, I'm like, I'm up here, but I'm not like here where I was now. Uh, You're pulling some mental programming. Yeah. And it's like, and, and, and it's like by, by what determination am I not really there? It's tough mm -hmm. to say. It's more like there was like a, a lightness to me that now feels a little bit heavier, I suppose. And it's not like a make wrong. And that's kind of my point about this whole thing yeah. is when you're living out of alignment, like that was like experiencing a high, right? Cause I, I had not ever experienced what I experienced before. When you experience something that's so radically new, to especially to your body system mm -hmm. it's exhilarating um it's like doing drugs for the first time i don't care what drug you've ever done if you've done it for the first time it's exhilarating uh if you've ever been driving fast in the car for the first time it's exhilarating um like new out of the mysteries exhilarating and unless you're choosing it to be scary spot yeah exactly right and then that's because you go into it with that that kind of like den like denomination it's gonna be like that so anyway What's been interesting is like that, that there was no make wrong about that process. I was like, oh, this is just the next part of the process. And something that's really worked for me and I've been sharing quite a bit is like, what if you stopped, what if we stopped declaring ourselves as adults? You know, like what if we didn't have the distinction in adult? You know, everyone would just be a child. Now you're just a bigger child. And that's essentially what we are because like when Elon's talking about talking about his child, Marcy talks about all the time. It's like, when you're upset, it's your child that's upset. So it's like, oh, like, that's cute. Like, hey, how do I support and help you and love you more and all that kind of stuff versus like, you're bad and I should be better and all this kind of shit that we Wait, normally do. do. 
you're bad and I should be better. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because if we really got rid of that distinction, you would see what you saw when you when you have kids, which is they're in a phase. So you're in a phase. Uh, there's a certain energy available to you during that phase and you can learn how to leverage it or work against it, which working against it is not a great idea, um, at least in my experience. And... And there's this like loving and kindness you bring to the table versus like to your detriment, which is like the guilt and the shame and the blame and all the stuff that people normally do. Which is a story which then right. attacks on more of the emotional memory in your cells and just reaffirms and keeps you more in the totally. no what you do. And, and, and it's so easy to see this stuff. That's why it's like we're talking about a vibrational frequency in the body, but like all you guys know this. When you're talking to a child, if you blame, shame, and guilt the child, like what response are you going to get from the child? The child's they like, shut fuck. Down, they, they shut down. They shut Yeah, they, they shut down. They do fuck you. And guess what? They're probably going to repeat the pattern. It's not like that's teaching them the lesson. Like my brother and I grew up in a Russian culture. And thank God, like we didn't really have parents that use this tactic, but it's really common in Russian cultures to like put down your children. Mm-hmm. Like really super common. Like mm-hmm. that's how they educate children. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're so shitty, be better. Basically. It's like, you're not yeah. getting good testing grades. Like you're shitty, be better. And, and that's how kids grow up with that. And then like these kids grow up with like psychological problems. The parents are like, how come they're not well adjusted? <laughs> it's like, you've been programmed into the kids, like shame, blame, and guilt as a way to grow. And, you know, and, and so we're all at some essence kind of doing that to ourselves. And it's like just opting out of that. Yeah. my god the relief of that you know and, and and not using those tactics on yourself it's like instead of like where can i be shittier it's like where can i present more love to myself mm-hmm. and and more pleasure to myself and mm-hmm. something that i like really want to radically work on and to like liberate people is around this idea that we are growing up in a conversation for resiliency because we grew up in a conversation for survival yeah. which leads to resiliency which leads what if actually we were in magic instead of survival totally and, and what i'd actually question is even in your seven the reason you you know you went seven weeks and you're like i've never done that that's as much as you you hit the comfort zone of how much joy and love and awesomeness mm. and you could can't handle for so long totally before something had to show up to now, again, now we're in just looking at and what's happened. All these things have come up from that that are giving us the gift of the deeper programs mm-hmm. and the things that are running so we can mm-hmm. like, and that's so true. Can you do that one again? All these alien noises come out of me. And then, <laughs> but when you, when you do developmental work, you have to get to a point where I think you make two choices. You don't have to do anything, but you could make two choices. Mm-hmm. Number one is, when are you going to finish do, doing yourself like you're a science project? Like something is broken that you need to fix. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one I already forgot, that. but it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> but like, but the point is, the point is, is like you can, you can opt out of a conversation for it's good to be resilient. And the second one is that no matter what you're doing and no matter what you've completed, and no matter what growth you've accomplished, mm-hmm. it has a limitation. Right. Like I was going a thousand miles an hour for seven weeks straight. I was barely sleeping. I was serving everybody around me. Like I had people at my house all the time. I was working like a madman and like all that stuff. I'm like, and you were in bliss. It wasn't. And I I was clear about that. I'm like, I'm like the gas tank is going to run out going at the speed. Like nothing lasts this, this speed, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to see it till it hits its limitation. And I think that's the point is like, I'm seeking my limitations. I'm not like, I don't want to see them. That shit scares me. I'm like, where's the next motherfucking wall? Because yeah. whatever, because whatever shows up at that time period, like stuff around relationships has showed up for me, stuff around business has showed up for me. Yeah. And it's like, that's just where the limitations are. And like, exactly like you said, so well worded. And now I'm looking at the next part of the deeper part of the programming. Yeah. And it's like, great. I get to transform that. And guess where that leads back yeah. into bliss. Right. And, 
and all that stuff. And it's not like I'm seeking the, like the feeling of bliss and there's something to be you said. To live in bliss is your norm state. Leaning into the, leaning into the resistance. Mm-hmm. So just to like finish this up and then I'll, I'll shut my mouth is um, like, we, we all have this opportunity and this choice to say, are we going to choose a world where we are in survival, which mm-hmm. means we're doing resiliency, which means we expect pain as part of the experience of life or we're going to start living from a thrive mentality, which looks like how much pleasure can you accept, which looks like fucking magic in your life all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and even Einstein said, I'm going to paraphrase it and ruin it, but he's like, the world is either a threat or it's a miracle to you mm-hmm. basically. And this is kind of what we're talking You're about. Bring out a memory or inspiration. Totally right guys. Like all the technology that's coming online, VR, blah, blah, blah. All the technology we've ever created is a mirror and reflection of the powers that we have within ourselves. If, if VR and biomechanics is going to connect and is going to start giving us an experience of the world that we can't have from our living room in a, in a, in an empathetic type of way, which is, I think is what's going to happen. This is what's going to connect the planet in unity. Because like we're gonna have biomechanical VR, like you're gonna be able to experience what everybody on the planet is experiencing, no matter what jungle you live in, or no matter what hut you live in, or no matter what mansion you live in. It's like there's something to be said about empathizing and connecting in the human spirit and experience. That's like holy fuck, I didn't know this was happening, and this is gonna transform yeah. my life. And it's like you really don't have to wait for the technology, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like you are the technology. Are you going to seek experiences that are going to allow you to feel that level of empathy so that not only can you stop judging yourself, but you can stop judging everybody else, right? About what's right and what's wrong and what kind of human being we want to be. Guy said something interesting, and I just want to point this out that, you know, he, he said things like I was overwhelmed and I was dealing with this. I think there's a misconception a lot of times because we even get this from our coaching clients. Like when we'll share something where we're going through something, Mm-hmm. they're like, wow, thank you for saying that because I didn't think that you guys still go through that stuff. Mm-hmm. They just assume that when you have all these tools and these distinctions and this way of being, that life is just hunky-dory and you don't have these negative thoughts and this and that. And even in conversations with God, they point out like Hebs have a human what experience. you would consider negative thoughts. Yeah. However... The, the practice is as soon as one has that thought, they are so consciously aware that every single thought manifests their reality. And the more that you process that thought and keep speaking that into existence over and over and over and over and over and over again, the faster and bigger it manifests. So they're highly evolved in the sense where they have that thought. And if that thought is not that which or aligned with that which they want to manifest, they instantly alter it to that which they want. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to offer that to you guys that are listening. You know, doing this work doesn't prevent you. It doesn't fix your brain or whatever you think to just like produce positive things and like amazing experiences, all this stuff. We're always going through whatever the next level is. And for us, what's really shifted, and and this again is is, uh, thanks to Marcy's coaching, is just, I've read this in books like, loving and being grateful for every experience. Now I've said to people, I actually feel like I'm one of the characters living from those books, like all these things that I used to read. And it was like, Oh, this logically makes so much sense. And like, I would try to figure it out. I I actually feel like I I'm living life at that Mm -hmm. experience now. And it's all of it's perfect. Like yesterday, just to share a perfect example with you. So I flew into uh, Arlington, Virginia, 
And I bought a round trip ticket. So flew there. Flight was out at 8.30. was having dinner with my friends. Seven o'clock rolls around. I'm like, all right, well, you guys drive me to the airport. Now, logic would tell you to go to the airport that you came from off a round trip ticket. So I didn't even look at the ticket. Mm. So I get to the airport. I'm like an hour ahead. I'm like, this is great. I go. I don't even have a bag to check. I go to the front, scan my phone. And the guy looks at me and goes, you're at the wrong airport, sir. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like it just so didn't register. You know, it's like the, the thing that we always tell people, like if you open the fridge and you saw the Grand Canyon, you'd be like, yeah. I'm fucking yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it was you're like, at the wrong like, airport. Yeah, so, <laughs> he's like, you're at the wrong airport. And I'm like, what? He goes, you're at the wrong airport. I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, I. And you're speaking English. Yeah, I'm like, I, I came to this airport. Like, I'm leaving from this airport. How could I possibly be at the wrong airport? He's like, you're actually flying out of Dulles. And I was like, I. And to my stupidity, like, I didn't know that there were multiple airports in that area. I guess. And I was like, well, how far is said airport? And he's like, well, it's 40, 45 minutes away right now. I was like, oh, well, that's not going to happen. Like it's just not. So I'm walking all the way up and the entire, literally the entire steps up. I'm like, voice, you fucking moron. You had all this time. You didn't even look, you didn't pay attention. And it's going on and on and on and on. And I'm telling you, like I, in that moment, I literally went to the JetBlue lady. I was like, I was like, you won't believe what I just did. I was like, my hands are in my head. I'm like, you won't believe what I just did. That, and she's like, she felt so bad for me. She waved the fee to change my flight. <laughs> she tried to like figure everything out. She's like, I can't, I'm sweetie. I can't get you on to the, to the flight till tomorrow morning. I was like, well, then that's, that's what it is. Then I guess I'm flying tomorrow morning. And as I'm leaving, she still sees that I'm like so dejected. She's like, by the way, a lot of people do this. I'm like, I know you're trying to make me feel better. And right now it's not helping. <laughs> So I'm, I'm in this process and I'm, I know, like I have all the tools and I'm telling myself like, it's all perfect. This is exactly how it's supposed to happen. Like I doing all this stuff. And honestly, it still didn't take me. Like I was finally in the car with my friends. They, they came back to pick me up. And at that moment I was just, I sat there and I'm like, check this out. I, I messed up on my flight. The guy downstairs, super nice. He's like, you should go back up to JetBlue. Like, they might be able to help you. I meet this beautiful woman, Ruth, who just like so takes care of me. And in five minutes, gets me on another flight with absolutely no fee. Mm -hmm. I call my friends who I was like, is it okay if I stay at your place? Um, They're like, absolutely. We're coming back to pick you up. I was like, no, no, no. I'll grab an Uber. They're like, you are not grabbing an Uber. Like, we're coming back. We'll pick you up. And I'm sitting there and I'm going... Man, the universe fucking loves me. Takes care of you, babe. Right? And at that moment, I was like, okay, I can choose right now to be upset at myself and like beat myself up and all that stuff. Or I could get into that car and be grateful and thankful that I get to spend at least an, a few more hours with my dear, dear friends and like yeah. enjoy their company and be here. And I'll still get to the in the morning and all that stuff. And I was just like, as soon as I made that switch, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. that stuff happens all the time. It's just, that could have easily derailed all of it. Like put a bad taste in my mouth and trip, everything. Right. 
Yeah. You're just consciously choosing this doesn't serve me. This does not feel good. I choose to feel good in order to feel good. What is the thought perception that I now get to take on? And as soon as I was like, I get to be there with my friends, the universe has sent me all these angels to take care of me, like effortlessly in five minutes, everything got fixed. I was like, what are you upset about? Mm-hmm. Like you get to be another night here. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Gone, done, yeah. over. I think the inner, the inner connection to that though, is because what you're describing is you can tell people to just change the thought. And it's a lot like when people just go, I'm just going to say affirmations, but they yes. don't believe it to be true. You've done the inner guidance that you can align yourself to like, oh, obviously I'm off because the feeling doesn't match up. So when you were trying to convince yourself and it didn't match up, obviously it was out of alignment. And the moment you're like, oh, let me feel what is really true. And you go through connecting the dots with the mind, but actually connecting it to your body as well. You're like, oh, what, what, you know, this is what is actually there. You're back and feeling it. Then you receive those gifts. And so, so many times we're like rejecting all the gifts that are right there available because we're choosing to perceive something different. So, I mean, I, I've had, you know, clients in the past where I was like, do you ever experience shit? And the difference is we don't see shit as shit. Yes. We see shit as the gift because it is truly. So this is the thing too, is that pain is a part of our process, but suffering is a choice. Yes. The pain said, oh, I still have stories or judgments for my, that my, you know, of feeling not good enough or, or, you know, I'm aware that if I don't acknowledge details more in my life, I actually continue to run into these things, right? Like all it is, is telling you there's feedback over hell. It's when I get to be supported. My assistant literally sends me where I'm going as I'm like in the car. (laughs) She's like, got the driver set to pick me up and take me. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know. Hang on a second. Where are we? Did they tell you this? I'm like, yeah, they told me. I just want to confirm with you. I'm like, okay. Right. Like, so you find these ways that you're actually creating it to be easier, easier, and easier, and easier. And we can see that mentally. Yet the mental program, you can see that without the cellular memory or without you actually embracing and, and aligning to like you feel good and you resolve like, ah, I feel this as a gift. I see this as a gift. This is why people continue to, then they're just actually like throwing a thought at it. And I, you guys have heard me say, cellular memory is 500,000 times stronger than the mental memory. So it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, uh, you know, then we just continue to see it as like shit always shows up for me or pain, but pain is just simply another emotion. Just like I was saying before, if we're not okay with feeling sadness or feeling anger and earlier when you said, you know, we, 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 you catch the thought and you instantly align it. There's the space and like, I want to connect the dots that you instantly align it because you notice you don't feel good. Yes. That means the words that you spoke are out of impeccable integrity with yourself. Yes. And that changes it. Did you just brighten me up? You may even look prettier. Yet when when we're um, when we're not allowing ourselves to align to that, then we're we're missing the dots. We're not connecting the dots to be able to have something different as our experience. So true. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family, and truly, truly, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, Just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love. 
promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends. Mm -hmm.